What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Aussie Lag Gamescast. We have hit episode 11. Fuck yeah. And I'm your host. Ah, there he is. I'm your host, Carl Sinclair, <laughs> joined once again by my brother from another mother, Jack Gibbs. What's going on, man? I am fantastic. How are you doing, man? I am doing very, very well. Very, very well. Yeah, doing very well. Now, remember, everyone, if you want to hear this show, head over to Spotify on Friday nights, or you can go over to YouTube on Sunday and watch a nice little clip that I put up there. I might be editing in some random little uh, pictures. Did you see the uh, thumbnail that I used for last week's episode? Have you Uh, seen it? Shit, I did. I definitely did. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, I, I photoshopped you and me into a Fall Guys scene. No, I didn't see it then. Oh <laughs> I'm actually thinking of the it's episode so before. Okay, yeah. I spent a lot of work on that. That's insane. That's crazy. Holy I shit, how hard. did I miss that? It is literally my <laughs> fucking face. <laughs> I was, yeah, I wondered. I was going to ask you before, but I thought, no, I'm going to ask him live on air. That way you can't wriggle you out. You can't say it. no. <laughs> I holy uh, fuck! I mean, I was I was on your channel today watching the uh, latest lag report, which I very much enjoyed. But thank you uh, very much, I appreciate it. I yeah, that's that's where the fuck did you get a photo of me from? I don't even have a photo of me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay, um, that's weird. <laughs> that's not weird. Why do I tell people where I've been getting photos? You need to hunt you down. Mm. So tell me, yeah, no fair. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? playing? So been I playing? got on the Fall Guys bandwagon, of course. Um, oh, what are you that playing game, on? PC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate gifted me a copy yeah. on PC, which is lovely. So we uh, we smashed it out a bit on the weekend. Um, nice, nice. And yeah, so like, you know, I think we've, for Saturday, I think we played four or five hours. By the fourth and fifth hour, we were both probably about done with the game. Uh, came back Sunday, of course. Um, yep. <laughs> as you do. That game is fucking frustrating. Um, but I love it. And I, I commend the developers that they... Is it fair to say, like, it's kind of... Once you play it, you're like, huh, why didn't this game exist before? Yeah. It gives you that that feeling. Like, it gives you that, like... To me, it gives you this, like... This reminds me of a game I used to play when I was a kid. Like this feels so like so yeah, much fun. Righto. And then when I when I lose or anything, I'm like, I'll give it another go. I got really close that time. It's that one more go feeling that it keeps injecting you with every time. It's it's very very clever. It's a very good game. Yeah, and I must say the servers seem to have stabilized a bit on PC, so um, that one more game can happen, <laughs> which is great. Yes. Uh, for any for anybody listening, I think if you had played Fall Guys in the launch weekend you got a legendary outfit and 5,000 kudos so that was really cool and that was for the server trouble Um, I don't believe they I I believe the issue was and you, you can't blame them is they just didn't see it sort of like becoming so popular and I mean you can yeah. see it now obviously but if you were developing a game or like I certainly wouldn't estimate anyone to play it so I can definitely, yeah, definitely. appreciate that for sure um, must have blown their minds yeah, which like good for them. So that that yeah, has definitely. been occupying a bit of time, and then during the week, um, actually cracked out Sea of Thieves. Believe it or not. Oh my god! I know. I um Crazy. I first downloaded it. Uh, I don't know. Fuck, we a little bit a little while ago, but basically, if you jumped on, you, they would gift you during E three or something a uh, Halo uh, library for your boat. Yeah. So I remember jumping on and playing. Oh, what would have been maybe two or three hours by myself, and yep. um, that just wasn't—that's not how you meant to play Sea of Thieves. So I jumped on in in no. a group and um, had a fucking blast with it this week. Still don't know That's what I'm good, doing. Man. Still 
Have, have, you, have you played it before? I, I have played it before. I've um, I've played it a couple of times. I, I did play it... The first time I played it was on my own. Like I said, I didn't have that much fun. Um, but then when I did play it with a few people, I had a blast. I thought it was really, really good. Actually, haven't gone back to it since then, even though... At the end of the session, we were like, we should do this again, and then never did it again. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed what, what I played of it. I think I think it would be fucking drastically different now than to when I played it, because I played it near launch of that oh, game. Oh, right. So. Well, even just so in the time between my same. games, I can tell there's a lot more content. There's more stands with yep. quests, and a lot of it kind of looks downloadable, not in a negative way, just in as in, like, I think I have to complete a certain portion of the game before that expansion unlocks so i'm playing on game pass i don't know if that has a factor i'm not really sure um but i i had a blast and a lot of people say that actually like oh i haven't played it for years i come back to it and playing it a lot i can see people on discord playing it i they put up a a bit of a trailer or a post somewhere that it's reached a new like players milestone so it's clearly still happening you know it's on steam now as well so that's obviously boosting it um so yeah, I I really enjoyed that, and um, if you've got a copy or you got Game Pass, highly recommend checking that out. And it's got crossplay, so feel free to join us as well. <laughs> We're on PC, but um, yeah, oh, crossplay cool. cool. works. And the in-game voice chat—I mean, we turned we tried muting it heaps because we were in Discord, but I think you could sustain playing that game using the in-game chat, which is a decent thing these days. I think commendable. Yeah, commendable. That's a good way of putting it. What have you been playing this week, Very brother? Um, so I hit that Avengers beta last weekend hard. Oh, like excellent. really hard. And I think I'm going to hit it hard again this weekend and Good next sign. weekend. Because I think, I personally think this game is going to eat my life. Like, it, it's... I don't, it's not a game of the year contender. Not by any means. It definitely has its problems. And they are, like, they're, they're in your face. Like, is it button mashy? Probably could be. Um, is it... Is, is, I don't know. It's it's hard to judge it through a beta. I mean, I, I am going to wait yeah, of course. until the full game comes out. But I had a lot of fun. Like, I, I enjoyed the A-Day mission, which is the first thing they put you in. Um, and the thing we've seen a hundred times. I do have a few issues with some of the characters that I played in the A-Day mission. But I put that down to the fact that this was originally, like, what they showed you at a convention. And they're trying to get as much information to you and as much gameplay to you as possible in such a short mm. period of time. So that's why I feel like it's very quick. Like, the the second you take over Thor, about, like, a few minutes later, you're, you're Iron Man. And then suddenly you're Hulk. And then this is, like, it's very quick going through. But, like, and Hulk didn't feel good in A-Day. But then you play a story mission after the A-Day uh, mission. Um, and it's very good. It's uh, you play as Hulk and Kamala Khan, and it's it just feels really good. Like Hulk feels completely different than he did in that first mission, which is really good. Which which sort of led me to believe that okay, they just want you to like know what this character is before you move on. Right? To the rest do, of the game. do you think Hulk being better in the post AD mission could be more to do with like it's a mission? designed just for him. I mean I know there's two of them but like it, the the world can be built around the character's limitations or or just the character's better developed <laughs> I mean possibly I mean well the whole commission that takes place after A Day takes place in the jungle and, and you know you're hopping from rock face to rock face and you're yep. beating guys up and you're like uh Sounds a lot more fluid yeah, but then like it's, but it also feels like like you're basically doing the same thing, but with a with a new coat of paint. Like in the A Day mission, you're jumping from piece of bridge 
the piece of bridge and you're bashing down. I think the I think the ma- the major difference is he sort of feels the same, but he the area is a bit more open, so he has a bit more room to move around and a bit more room to do that sort of stuff. So I feel like. The 8A mission is bad because it is a corridor and they want you to do certain things. They want to give you a massive cinematic opening to what is supposed to be a massive Avengers game, which I feel hurts it. Whereas the second mission you get to play is very open. You get to decide where you go. There's a little bit of exploration. You, It feels more... More like you can create your own fun. And I think that's where the rest of the game I'm hoping is. See, I, I, have, I have no doubt that there are going to be other missions like the A-Day mission where it's very straightforward, you're on a path, you need to get this done. I think we'll probably see two or three of those missions in the game when they want to do like a massive spectacle. But what I'm really hoping is that most of these missions are just very straightforward, like this is like what you're doing. Um, but here's a massive area for you to run around. Which you do get, like there's, we also got access to Warzone missions and um, some co-op missions. It sounds like there's plenty of content to, for a beta. Oh, hell yeah. We got two story missions, four Warzone missions, one character mission, three co-op missions, three harm room missions. That We got all that stuff in the beta, and it was it was like three days. Didn't feel like enough at one point. Because um, <laughs> there was a lot to get through. But I didn't hate anything. I think after I was I was kind of down on the game after playing the A-Day mission and the second story mission, I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. Like, yeah. I see where this is going. It's going to be like a, a Destiny-like, you know, you drop down, you've got a little area to run around in for the story. Um, I liked the Hulk and Kamala Khan story mission. A-Day was interesting. This is great. The second I got into a harm room and I was given access to um, uh, Iron Man and Black Widow... Um, and I, I, I got in there and I, I, the harm room is basically like a training room where you can play as any Avenger you want and you can, uh, you partake in like a wave base mode. That was when, yeah, that was when I realized just how much each character feels different from each other. That would, that would, that would add so much to the game. Like there's not, I don't think there's many games we can sort of say that. Like, that's why I feel like the A-Day mission exists. It's like, Thor doesn't feel like Iron Man and Iron Man doesn't feel like Hulk and Hulk doesn't feel like Black Widow. And to think like, like, holy fucking shit, like, we're getting a game with six individual characters with each character has three different skill trees. Each skill tree has three different paths. Shit. Each character has a gear system. Each character has nameplates. Each character has different costumes. There is a fuck ton of content in this game so that's why you kind of sit there and you're like you're in shock that each character feels different like they could have made it a button masher like everyone has the same combo yeah everyone, everyone has, has a long range everyone has a short has range yeah but it doesn't it feels so good like like for example everybody has the ability to like so you hit left trigger and you aim and you hit right trigger and you do an action so I say an action because it's like supposed to be like a projectile throw but basically Hulk picks up concrete off the ground and tosses it and it feels heavy like the concrete feels heavy it's weird to explain and Kamala she creates a giant fist and extends her arm and punches the thing 
Iron Man shoots a blast, and Black Widow has dual pistols, and the, the dual pistols just go off. So, oh, hell yeah. All right, you something to sell me on this thing. It's good. So, like, even though they all have the same sort of move, like, basic moveset, yep. each individual move feels different from the other. Mm, okay. Which is really good, which gives them their own sense of identity and makes me wonder how characters like Spider-Man are going to change that. Because Spider-Man has different movement to everybody else. Like, he can web swing. Um, I'm sure he'll be able to shoot webs. I'm sure he'll, like, have, mm. like, different combos and stuff. But he's going to... I'm hoping he feels completely different. Whereas Hawkeye, I think, will feel a lot like Black Widow. They've got sort of, like, the same sort of storyline and stuff. Fair. Instead of guns, he'll have a bow and all that sort of stuff. And I'm sure his skill tree will involve, like, different arrowheads. Like, one's explosive. One's of, like, a flashbang. One's this. And that'll be awesome. Like, I can't wait to see these characters they add to the game. You've got me excited about this. Yeah. I've got a oh, few... Few hot questions. Uh, not All right, go for it. They're just I'll more on the technical side. Thing. It sounds like the beta's not running today. <laughs> That's how you sort of make it sound. Like, is it just running on weekends or something? It's just running on weekends for the next three weekends. So the uh, first weekend right was the PlayStation pre-order weekend. This weekend is the <laughs> PC Xbox weekend of uh-huh. pre-orders plus the open beta for PS4, and then next weekend is open beta for everybody. Okay, so if I want to play it next weekend's my weekend. Yeah, um, I'll yeah, keep that in open, mind. Open better. Is it crossplay? Well, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I thought I had another question, but it seems like it might have just been the two. Yeah, looking forward to what Spider Man's like. I still very annoyed that it's uh, locked off to one third of people for the same price as everyone else. But yes, that's, well. I mean, we we just beaten an old drum at this point. Everyone's on the same page with that one. It's it's kind of fun. Well. The developer has confirmed that Spider-Man will be the only exclusive downloadable superhero. Oh, that's nice of them. That's. <laughs> I so love Crystal good. Dynamics. I, I'm not trying to be that guy, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. But uh, I had a lot of fun, and I can't wait to get back into it. I can't wait to have the game so I can play through everything and lose myself. And like, like this game has got such a fuck ton of content like I didn't even touch on each character has their own individual battle pass oh like a paid thing or no they're free they're nice. called character cards oh that and sounds basically right. yeah the more you play with a certain hero the more you want to unlock for that hero huh I like that it sounds like it's there's so much content cool. per character which like Heaps. I I feel like if you were like oh let's let's plan out an Avengers game in our head you wouldn't have that like it just seems like so much effort and I think that'll pay off mm. big time by the sounds of it yeah like I did, it's very good I did just do a quick search and I just want to confirm it on PC it's coming to Steam I don't know if it'll be on other marketplaces but it's not going to be you know it's sometimes they have their own launcher or or whatever oh yeah, yeah um, true true yeah or an Epic exclusive or something along those lines but it is on Steam so that's exciting I'm, which is good I'm glad people get a chance to play it, it it's, it's funny like yeah watching that original reveal was was a letdown and we've <laughs> we've had a lot of that lately but um you playing it and just telling me about it has me excited i wonder if this is the sort of game that'll launch day sales will be good but by the weekend mm. it'll be really fucking good it'll yeah. be interesting like, to watch and I, I feel like i think this i think i i recommend everyone try this beta because you'll play You'll know whether or not you you like this game for free just by playing this because they've given you a little bit of everything. 
Mm. Like it feels like they're the, like, way. this is a little bit of what you were doing. This is a little bit of what you were doing. This is sort of like the A-Day mission is a straightforward story mission. The uh, Hulk mission is a sort of um, like open sort of story mission. Um, and then, yeah, they got the harm room, which is the training room, which I'm sure will be so useful when new characters drop. Just having a wave mode to go in and try out the new characters and figure out how they play, how they feel. Like, that's going to be awesome. So I look forward to seeing, like, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing more. Definitely. It's got me very excited. Very, I'm very, very glad excited. to hear that. Yeah. Shall we, uh, shall we cover a few, few things that have been going on this week? It's definitely Let's do it. Let's go definitely some weighty stuff. I think it would be... I've got a bit of a list here. And yes. I think it would be unfair not to put Halo at the top. I know we talk a lot of okay. Xbox. I know we talk a lot of Halo. We'll try and keep it brief, but Halo Infinite has been delayed. Yes. Till next year, 2021. Um, yes, we so. don't know if it'll be a sort of two-month delay or a year delay. I would say they don't know yet would be my answer to that. Um, they've come out and said that the cause of delay is team fatigue and coronavirus. But I know you mentioned this in your lag report, and I completely agree. It would be a bit unfair to not acknowledge that hopefully they are reworking some of the uh, graphical features. Because I think, uh, yes. I think that's what it, it needs. And I think th- this delay in this game, I mean, it sucks, obviously. Like, you know, wish it didn't come to this. I'm really happy they have. Yeah, I agree. I think they're very brave. Uh, brave is a great word for it. Absolutely. I commend their bravery. Like, absolutely. Like, people can... Like, Xbox, king of consumer moves here. Like, they just... Like, I can imagine... I, You know what? I think it was it was terrifying to have to tell people, hey, Halo's not coming out with the launch of the console. Like, I bet that is the scariest thing. But Phil... He he says in uh, he says in Animal Talking with Gary Witter over on uh, Twitch.tv slash Gary Witter, um, he goes on about how like hey, at the end of the day, like he totally says this like basically straight off the bat like, we sat down me Bonnie Ross and Matt Booty hashtag love the booty, um, and we we decided, but the buck stops with me basically like I had the deciding vote and I decided that it was in the best interest of everybody involved that, and he goes, that I delay Halo. So even then, he's he's straight away, he's like, this is nobody else's fault. This is, you should like, don't like, basically don't attack anybody else. I decided that this is happening. This is my decision. Good and on if him. you don't like it, like, you can come and talk to me. And I just sit back and go, you know what, man, that's fine. Because I just like... I think a lot of people are like, oh, they're just delaying it because it looks bad. It's like, you got to really think about, like, get into the head of these developers. People hated the last two Halo games we did. We've been working our ass off on Halo Infinite. Holy shit, we just revealed a game we've been working on for five years and people don't like how it looks. That must be so crushing to your soul to think that no matter what you've done in this last five years, people are still looking for reasons to hate and just badmouth and just destroy something you've put your heart and soul into. So imagine Phil going, right, guys, this isn't good enough. You need to fix Halo. In the middle of a pandemic where you don't have access to your desk, you don't have access to your work PC, you don't have access to everything you've had access to for the last five years, that must be super difficult, super stressful. That would lead people to just like, like, uh, like this is a move that is like, I believe 100% when he says we're doing this because of 
the team and coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus is probably sending these people insane. And then to yeah. turn around and tell them they have to fix Halo, you've got two months. That would drive them even more insane. So delaying this to next year just feels like the best move they could have made. Hopefully people, when they come back and they show more, hopefully people will be kind. Because I, like, I feel for these developers, like they do the impossible in my eyes. Like I don't know how to make a video game. I think it's very... I'm, I'm sure it's very hard. This is some hard shit. I don't pretend like I could go make a better Halo game. Like, not at all. Like, I, I, I commend these people. That's why when I say, hey, love the developers, the game doesn't look great. Like, you should... Oh, that's why I try it to happens. preference it. Like, yeah. yeah, the developers are doing their best. They're trying 100%. And you can tell when a developer isn't trying 100%. And when I seen that Halo Infinite gameplay reveal... That didn't look like a team that wasn't trying 100%. That looked like a team that were trying to do the right thing by the fans and the, consum the consumer, and them delaying this game to fix... I say fix, like maybe... Like the best word for it is to probably finish. To finish the game is, is a yeah. good move in my opinion. I, I could not agree more with what you're saying, and I, I just want to add, like, I would say in the last few months as coronavirus has hit and well longer than a few months but and as the team's coming towards launch it's probably become a problem of prioritization like they probably go to the boss hey do you want us to prioritize this grenade explosion finishing or should we finish the textures on the like on the character and they're like oh fuck the character clearly and then you and i yeah. sit there and we go hey that explosion didn't finish <laughs> like i feel yeah, like from exactly, their perspective yeah, right. they're going for fuck's sakes like i i am split here like you either had a finished yeah. model or you had a finished explosion and let me tell you the model not being finished would have been fucking noticed like exactly, exactly. I feel for him I mean I understand the argument like you know it's been a long time since Halo's come out like I, I understand all that but it's a new engine and I'm happy they've delayed it because this looks the best Halo's looked in a long time and I would rather they take another year. Honestly, I don't care if they take two years, three years. I mean, I'm sure Microsoft will care at some point in terms of like console sales and things like that. But if you I, need I another, March. pardon? I bet March is when this game comes out. You reckon? You reckon an early year release? Oh. Yep. I I hope it's that close to launch. But I wonder if now that they've already delayed it, if they go, hang on, all right, we delayed it. We needed three extra months to finish the game. Why don't we take six months? to just really inject into this game like let's let's finish the ray tracing support let's um see i haven't i have an opinion and it's just an opinion because i'm not a technical person in this sort of sense but i think they need to stop going for 4k i think that is a mistake i think they need to lower the res mm. lower it to 1080p for all i care because mm. because at 1080p if everything's 1080p, like if the shadows are super reflective and crisp and like things like fog are really like, um, you use as much graphics resources as they can, you'll find the picture looks better to the eye. 4K, the only thing it does is crispens up the image. And look, mm. I'm sure someone who knows more than me can tell me I'm wrong and that that is fair. Like there's a lot more to it than just, you know, using some dials to change some settings on, on the settings but um i i hope they take as much time as they need and if that is march yeah. fantastic and if it's november next year then then that's okay um yeah. i do um, worry what the xbox series x is sort of like in terms of sales and stuff like i hope i hope this rough launch doesn't project the generation for microsoft 
because it mm. appears as though Sony, even if their console, let's say the rumors that paint the PlayStation 5 in the worst light are true, like it's loud and it doesn't run as well and all these things that are probably unlikely, let's say they're all true. It appears like their launch is still going to be the better launch. They've got mm. Spider-Man Miles Morales. They've got a few other games around it that everyone's excited about. We know Horizon Zero Dawn's coming and like it's not that we don't know that Microsoft has games coming as well but Sony ain't launching like with any chips in a bad place like it appears as though it's going to be a solid launch and honestly as a massive Xbox fan this holiday I think buying the PlayStation would probably be my better choice because I want to play Spider-Man and any of these other titles launching in the Xbox sphere I can just pick up on well on the PlayStation or the PC like it's I I wonder how their launch is going to launch uh yeah, launch get a launch. Um, and my question I was going to ask you after my long spiel there is, do you think the Xbox Series X, and we may never know the answer to this, is going to launch with more incentives like, say, a year of Game Pass or $100 cheaper than the competition? Like, do you think they're just going to eat as much value as they can to get this thing in your living room now that Halo's missing? Um... Yeah, abs- I think so. Absolutely, I think uh, I think launching with a year's worth of Games Pass is the best thing for like that's the smartest thing ever. Like, I mean, you you look at like like it's actually a video I was planning on doing, which is going to be funny. Is I was going to look at all the um, launch titles for like three hundred and sixty PS3 and like oh, going yeah. back through all the launches of games and. What I think is interesting is if you look at this launch, this launch is the the weirdest launch of game consoles I will ever have. Because if you look at the launch titles for PS5, you've got Spider-Man, Ratchet and Clank probably, you've got the Astro's Playroom, you've got all these awesome games. And you've got like, let's say you've got like 10 or 15 launch games for the PS5 that are going to be there day one. When you really sit back and think about it, for a dollar you've got the Netflix of gaming launch day. That's that's your launch lineup for Xbox. And I feel like that is definitely going to be good. They've also said that they've got big announcements coming for Game Pass that they're going to be announcing over the next couple of months. So I feel like that's also going to be where the massive incentive is for um, people to buy an Xbox. What I'm thinking, like, I had a, I had a thought. And it's going to sound like a crazy thought, probably. Lay it on me. But crazy, the better. Yeah. My whole thing was maybe they've got a couple more games up their sleeve that they're going to reveal at their next Xbox event, I'm sure. And they're going to be like, these are launch games. What I think would totally put people on the fence of... Right now, everyone's got in their mind, I'm getting a PS5. Like, that's where my friends are going to be. We're going to get a PS5. We're going to play Spider-Man. We're going to play this. We're going to play that. The thing about Spider-Man and stuff like that is you sit down, you play Spider-Man, you play Spider-Man for a solid, like, let's say this is like 25 hours, right? Yep. yep. 25 hour game is done. And then you're like, all right, cool. Now I'm going to go play Pod or something with my friends. Like, would, like, how many, like, you know, like the, the bro games, you know, or Call of Duty and NBA and all this sort of stuff. Like, I think it would be really interesting. That's an interesting term and to not- describe them. I don't know if I've heard that before. The bro games. I just made it up. You can you can have that. Um, um, I think it would, would would be really interesting. Is we actually haven't got any confirmation that these people are partnered with PlayStation, but 
would it not blow people's minds and make people think differently if this year's Call of Duty launched day and date on Games Pass and NBA launched on Games Pass and Xbox has forked out a little bit of extra money to get these things to launch straight away on Games Pass and like that would make people think well I can go get a PlayStation and buy Spider-Man and buy Call of Duty and buy NBA and buy Gran Turismo yeah $300 a game exactly or I can go buy an Xbox and pay $15 and sit down and play Call of Duty and NBA and Forza you're paying for gold anyway which is now rolled up into your ultimate subscription or potentially by the looks of it your normal Game Pass subscription Exactly, and plus for people in America, like how crazy would it be if like if COD launches day and date, and then suddenly you've got XCloud and you can play Call of Duty on your phone, doing whatever the fuck you want. Like, I feel like if Microsoft forked out a little bit extra money for that, like maybe that's maybe that's what they're talking about being their massive like. They, we got massive. Like they said the word massive. They said massive and big announcements. They don't normally Pass. like. Uh, I would say there's a bit of a history at this point of Microsoft overhyping announcements, and I, I, I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy about this. Yeah, it happens. It happens to a lot of companies. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a fucking sport, a fucking yeah. You know, it could be a supermarket. I don't know. It happens all the time. I don't mm. think Game Pass has ever. I think only once have I seen an announcement underwhelm and they fix the problem quickly. And I haven't made the mistake since. So you, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. If they say a massive, I am down for that. And let's 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 not understate the significance of Destiny Two being on Game Pass, and not just Destiny that's Two, big. but the expansions. That's that's, so that's, that's the real yeah. value. Because that's huge. The thing I love about this, about Destiny 2's announcement. Now I, I need to get into Destiny Two. I'm I'm not I'm, like I haven't played it a lot, so I, I, don't, I come from the outside, but. The Yay. thing about yeah, now there's no excuse. Um, the fact that the expansions are rolled up there, there is nothing worse than remember back in the day when well you got to remember fucking like two years ago when you know Call of Duty would come out and there'd be an expansion pack and the one friend in the group would have the expansion pack and they'd be trying to convince everyone else to get the expansion pack and everyone else is like fuck no I'm not touching the expansion pack with a ten foot pole. That those days are coming to an end. Whether that's because Call of Duty doesn't charge for maps, or what I think Game Pass is slowly doing, it's ma- it's rolling the DLCs into it. Like if you have the Ultimate subscription, you get the Forza DLC. Now I kind of wish it was everyone on the same subscription got the DLC, but I think I think Microsoft's just sort of massaging the model and you know just sort of figuring out how that all fits together. So I, I don't well, think I bet that- you Ultimate is going to become standard. You reckon? Yep. See, I, I have a lot of thoughts I, I about this. Like, this, it seems like they're getting rid of gold. They might not be getting rid of the function of gold, but it seems like they're going to get rid of the subscription of gold, which makes me think that if they were to roll that into Game Pass, they'd have to lower the price because you can't just suddenly ask more from everyone, I don't think, or at least it seems like a risk to do so. So that'd be interesting if it just became a single subscription on the Xbox and you just happen to get hundreds of games X Cloud access online multiplayer access I think I think that's their big thing for E3 next year I think they want to get through this console launch it's going to be rocky but I feel like they might have a pretty good showing at E3 next year now I'm not saying they're going to have massive games and all that sort of stuff but like if they were to come out and say look Ultimate is now the standard it's $15 a month you have access to Spotify Premium you have access to that yeah, um, they need to they need to make that Spotify premium the life of the subscription, not just the first six yeah. months. 
Well, imagine that. Spotify Premium, xCloud, and you've also got access to Games Pass. Like, you have access to all this stuff and online. Like... Yep. Like, people would probably... And if it's the price of gold and every gold customer just migrates across... I love the idea of being able to say to someone, hey, this new game came out or I found this new game, let's give it a go. And they're like, oh, how much is it? And it's like, you already got it. Yeah. I love that. And that's why we've been playing Sea of Thieves, man. Like, sure, I've had the subscription for months. I've got Sea of Thieves. But like, I can't, like, I can't just go to people, oh, hey, it's 50 bucks on Steam. We should play it. Mm. Like, it, if yeah. it's not good, that's on me. Like, it's the whole social awkwardness of it all, like, it's removed. And, yeah. you know, it's a cliche, but, like, I think that's a positive thing for gamers. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, if that if that doesn't become standard eventually, that would surprise me. I mean, I know people can be like, yeah, but on Gold you get two free games. Yeah, but <sighs> on Ultimate you could be getting a premium subscription to Spotify and xCloud as part of your subscription to Games Pass like and that definitely is on top of whatever free game you were getting like yeah and like Game Pass is full of free games and I I would say the quality of games with gold is very hit and miss definitely whereas you'll find definitely. something to play in Game Pass and I mean you've got every Halo every Forza all that awesome stuff on there NBA like at one point, there were Grand Theft Auto fucking five was on there. You think that's not coming back eventually? People and they only on. got rid of it for Red Dead Two. Like it wasn't like they exactly. got rid of it and said "see you later." Like they they dropped they the next games. best thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, think you could be mad about that. It's almost like they literally went to their best friend's house and said, "I'm finished with Grand Theft Auto. Can I borrow Red Dead now?" And they swapped. That's 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 what happened. Like it will be back, people. And also, like GTA, like, I think it's a better deal in a sense that you could pick up GTA when it left for like I think it was like twenty five dollars or something, which. Not insignificant amount of money, but Red Dead's yeah. obviously worth a few more quid if you like just you know it's a newer game. That's the way it goes. Exactly. Well, here's something interesting. Right? Play it on is me. that Call of Duty is going to get its announcement this week? Um, Have we got a date awesome. yet? It's like did Monday. You see that stuff that happened the other day? I like I saw some people online getting crates, and it said don't open me until I think it's oh. early next week, isn't it? I, it's done. They did it on Friday. I went <laughs> completely full missed Inspector it. Gadget. I went full Inspector Gadget. Like I was trying to figure this shit out as best I could with like what I knew. So we'll go into that in a second. Um, but um, <laughs> basically, like NBA Call of Duty. Imagine they announced that for Games Pass. The rumored date for the release of the Series X is the sixth of November, and yes, the that. new date for Destiny Two Beyond Light is the tenth of November. Imagine if Beyond Light suddenly became a part of Games Pass just a few days after the launch of the Xbox. Isn't isn't that the case? Isn't the new Destiny expansion think, on Game Pass? I think, I think the old DLC is on Games Pass. I'm not sure if the new DLC is going. Oh, we're hitting we're hitting the Googles for this one because uh, yeah, definitely just to be sure. <laughs> yeah, um, full access to all current Destiny Two standard edition content, including the standard edition of the upcoming Destiny Two Beyond Light expansion. Oh yeah, well then that's perfect. Two, like couple that's of days a hell later of a deal. after the launch, that's Beyond Lights there, like part of Games Pass. Like if you're paying fourteen bucks for Games Pass or however much it is right now, that's a sixty dollar to a hundred dollar expansion you don't need to pay for. Sixty to a hundred dollar expansion? Fuck me. Yeah, I, like I'm expansion packs aren't like, what they used to be. <laughs> no, definitely not. Like, t- <laughs> like there's no price yet. But they're touting this as like Rise of Iron and The Taking King, which were massive expansions that were like released like full price games. Yeah. So I'm not. 
I'm just I'm just googling that. I don't know if others are interested in this, but I certainly am. I just wanted to see if Destiny Two is coming to the PC Games Pass as well. And I'm going to say it is purely based on an article telling everyone that it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, and that article can be found on PCGamer.com. So, okay, so from the looks of it, it doesn't include season passes, but it includes all the expansions. That seems reasonable. If like I don't know much about the seasons, but that seems like still a pretty decent deal. Yeah. It's good to see Bungie back working with Microsoft a little. It's good to see. You love to see it. (laughs) It's like catching up with a friend that you haven't seen in such a long time. Oh, I know what that's like. I think everyone's going to know what that's like once the coronavirus sort of dies down a little. Definitely. Definitely. Now, another thing that um, I think we wanted to talk about. So you mentioned all the Forza Horizons and Forzas being in Game Pass, but unfortunately that's not the case because they appear to rip them down a little earlier than you would expect them from the game store. Um, <laughs> yes. This week it was announced that Forza Horizon 3, the one set in the beautiful Australia, is getting taken down from the store, I want to say early September. Do you have a date on that? Uh, I, I can double check. I just know it's coming down soon yeah so um i believe the reason is to do with music licensing and car licensing i'm getting so sick of this shit uh, uh, uh i do not have a date here that's all right but it's in, within the next uh, couple of weeks so if you want yeah. to own that game you better purchase it soon because shortly the only copies left will be retail discs and it's not clear if they're printing them still i'm gonna go with no just on an assumption there yeah definitely it's currently 20 dollars on the eb games australia website the disc copy um and i believe it's on sale on the microsoft store as well um for a similar price and the Ultimate Edition's on sale as well. So that was a bit of unfortunate news, but glad they gave us a heads up. And they there was yeah. no lack of tweeting about it or anything as well. Like it, when they announced it, all the Xbox channels let us know. And I feel like that hasn't been the case in the past. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah I agree with that statement. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to see. Are oh, you looking for a date still? Yes, yeah, September. September. It just says September. Um, the game servers will not, will not close in September, but the game will be leaving all forms of digital store in September. Yeah. Yeah, sad to see. Very sad to see. Very, very sad to see. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just, uh, yeah. No, no, glad yeah, you came to the date. That's great. That, 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 that sucks, man. And like, f- like, this just pushes my agenda even further. Like, I'm such an advocate for physical media. Like, and this is another thing. It's like, this. it's so much easier to go to your shelf and get the game down. Like, I feel sorry for the person who, in a couple of years' time, who's playing Forza Horizon 6 and goes, oh, everyone talks, like, real highly about 3. I'll just go to the store and play it. And you log onto the store, and 5 is there, but 4, 3, 2, and 1 are all gone. Mm-hmm. Like, that, 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 that must suck. Like, not to be able to go back and experience these games. Like... That's why owning them is just so much easier and really annoys me that we're, that we're moving towards that physical-only lifestyle. Like, I've, I've been working on, on a video, like, this is why physical games are important. This is why companies like Limited Run and Strictly Limited exist. Because 
there are still people out there that want these games physical, and it's not just for the like that. It's not just for the fact that they own it. It's also for the fact that that there are countries and places in certain countries, like I'm sure there's places in America, or there are definitely places in Australia with internet internet connections that rival dial-up in speed. It's just fucked. Like, and what what solution is there for those people when a brand new game comes out and they have to wait a whole week to play it because their internet isn't fast enough to download 60 gigabyte? Like. I feel for those people, like, it's just not good enough. And until internet around the world is as fast as Japanese internet, I just don't think it's fair to move us in this all-digital sort of direction. Not when it's not fair on everybody. Not everybody is uh, getting an equal share in this awesome digital future that that they're definitely moving towards. And it's just sad to see, especially with games like Forza, which is such a staple Xbox game like a massive Xbox is known for game yeah well said man well said I don't really have much to add except for you know when you said that this is why limited run and and stuff exist it's not just about having the game physically at that point sometimes that's the only way that game exists because it's a 15 year old game and it's just deleted (laughs) like there's no no better way of really putting it Um, so it does it is unfortunate to see I, I understand that car licensing and music licensing takes you out of the video game world and you got to make the deals you got to make um and i don't know if the alternative is to just turn off car skins and turn off the audio like i i don't know how extreme they would have to make it you know at least this way if you do buy a copy you can continue to play it i guess um it's just yeah just one of the unfortunate intersections i just don't understand like this is basically free advertising for Ferrari, Ford, Holden, Aston Martin, all this sort of stuff. This is this is free advertising. Like, come on. Like, what happens? Like, how do movies get away with it? Do you know what I mean? Like, how do how are we buying Fast and the Furious movies on streaming service? How are we buying old James Bond That's movies really on streaming services? You know yeah. what I mean? The old Aston Martins, the old Bentleys, the old like the old skyline like is there some sort of licensing with those movies so why are games affected in such a way I wonder if it comes down to the people in that work for the car manufacturers like you know the marketing team and stuff that probably make these Mm. deals I wonder if it comes down to them just not understanding games like they do movies like I wonder if it's just a case of the, the other thing about cars in games is I know some manufacturers don't like that you can um like let, let's say you have a game where like you can crumple cars like cars just yeah. get destroyed in realistic fashion they don't want to see especially the new realistic graphics that a lot of these games have they don't want to see yeah. imagery and videos of their cars being destroyed online so there is there is actually other other aspects of it being a video game that i think they struggle with as well i'm not saying it's yeah. justified but I mean, what kind of argument to them would be if their argument was, well, I don't want to see this car get destroyed in this game. It's like, have you watched the Fast and Furious movie? I'm pretty sure the (laughs) Dodge Charger gets destroyed every fucking film. That's fair. And at this point in real life, cars are getting destroyed with real people affected. So it's so dumb. And it's like, Mm. I, I feel like games, you would make less money. Like, is it a money thing? Do they think they're reaping so much money from having their car in the game? That's why they're going to pay a licensing fee. I mean, how did Disney and Miramax and all these companies get around? I mean, look at Fast and the Furious. How many times have they re-released those movies on 
DVD, Blu-ray, 4K yeah. Blu-ray. And they're making money again from idiots like me who sit back and watch that shit, you know? And then there's people <laughs> buying these movies on stream. And how does that work with Disney Plus? How does that work with Netflix? Like, this just doesn't... I don't understand. Like, I'm sure it's... Uh, I'm sure if someone sat down and explained it to me, it would be a very... <laughs> like, it would be, well, this is how it works. And I'll be like, yes, that makes sense. Thank you for explaining it. But just sitting here now and looking at like, sorry, guys, this video game, this highly well-received, well-crafted labor of love that these guys... Set in Australia. Yes, yeah, set in Australia. <laughs> Come on, we don't get enough of that. You know what I mean? Like they put so much time into it. We're taking it off the store because um, uh, the license we have with Ferrari is ending. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I go watch fucking Fast and Furious and I sit down and I'm like, this is going to be great. I've seen this movie 20 times. This is the part where the Ferrari goes through the building, hits the baby and, and just blows up. And Ferrari's like, yeah, fuck yeah, Fast and Furious. No, 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 Forza. No more Ferrari for you. It's like, come on, guys. Like, what? Yeah. What is the what is the math and reasoning? And it's probably money. But what's everything it's behind this? <laughs> it's always money. I feel <laughs> like we've said that in the show a few times. It's always money. Jesus Christ! It's always money. Speaking of money, uh, Nvidia looks to be revealing their RTX 30 line um, in the early hours of September 2nd. I believe it's at mm. 2 a.m. or September 2nd or Wednesday, yep. Um, and there's really not much more information. I mean, there's a lot of leaks and stuff that we could go into, which I don't think we will, but I just wanted to mention it because I believe the 30 series is going to cost a fuck ton of money. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the 1080s when they came out were 1200 The 2080s when they came out, well, the 2080 Ti was 1800 So... I'm a bit scared to see what the top end 3080 card looks like, but it will be interesting to see where these new cards stack up against the next gen consoles. Because mm. at least in in my lifetime of being having a job and being able to buy consoles, I've never seen such a leap. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see where the PC space stacks up. Continuing the PC talk for a moment. Atari looks to be launching a new console ah, soon. Have ah, you have you seen ah, this? <laughs> yes, you're talking about the VCS, aren't you? I sure am. Have you seen the fucking price of this thing? I sure have. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is this thing? So, like, oh my I heard God. about this when it was a rumour and then they confirmed they were making it. Rah, rah, rah. It was literally today that I noticed it. Um, I don't know if it was announced before today. It could have been announced a month ago. This could be old news for all I know. I'm really not sure. But I had a look at it, and I'm just confused. Is that, is that okay to say? Why is, why is this a thing? Like, why well, is this a thing? I don't understand. I don't understand. So it's interesting, this right? Is I, not, this is not what was promised. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, so... It... The idea is that it plays... Look, I'm just going to read the description of the EV Games website, yeah? Just to just okay. contextualize this. An yep. icon reimaged. 
Atari returns to the living room with the Atari VCS, a completely modern gaming and video game, sorry, video computer system, blending the best of consoles and PCs to delight a whole new generation of gamers and creators. The Atari VCS 800 Onyx base comes with 8GB of RAM that is fully upgradable and users will experience an ever-expanding Atari world of all new games, classics and remastered favourites, streaming multimedia, personal apps, or can easily make their own. I wouldn't put the word easily next to make your own apps, but hey, um, I'm an avid person when it comes to that stuff. Uh, features. We want to hear the features, Kyle. Want to hear the features? I would four, love to hear the it's features. just four of them, man. So don't like we're not going to hear or not. You know, we'll just we'll lay out four the four features. Play. Yeah. Discover new and classic games on Atari's new open platform, powered by AMD Ryzen with Radeon graphics technology. So so far, we've spec wise, we've got eight gig of RAM which is interesting, and AMD Ryzen with Radeon graphics technology, which is great. We, we don't know yet what level of Ryzen. I think it might be coming up. Stream is the second feature. Watch your favorite web-based streaming videos and entertainment and play games up to 4K resolution and 60 frames per second. That's a lot. And then it's got a little star after that. Star. Subscriptions required for advanced services. Atari VCS 800 models feature native 4K HDR video. All right. Feature number three. You're not bored yet? You still with us? You there, man? <laughs> oh, this is great. Feature number three. Personalized. With Atari God. VCS sandbox mode, unlock freedom and versatility you can't get with any other home entertainment system. That's the end of the feature. The fourth, create. Develop new TV-based games and apps for yourself, your family, or to share with the Atari VCS community. Oh, there must be some sort of, like, inbuilt thing to make things, like I'm, I'm guessing, because I'm not, I'm not... Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Uh, some specs. The specs that matter. Um, it, it's made of plastic, metal, and wood. I'm guessing the original ones back in the day had a bit of wood in them, so I guess that's there. Yeah, the wood paneling, yeah. <laughs> it runs an Atari custom Linux OS, so that, that makes sense. Like, you know, PlayStation runs a custom version of Linux as well, so it's all, all above board there. Uh, the APU is an AMD Raven Bridge 2. I'm not entirely familiar with uh, Raven Ridge, but it's a couple of years old by the looks of it. Not, not the end of the world. GPU, it just says Ryzen. Um... That could mean a lot. Storage. It has 32 gig of storage on board. Oh my god, that's all. Unlimited external USB HD stick or cloud subscription. It's how you will store things otherwise. It has 4 gig of RAM. Hang on, what? The description says 8 gig and 4 gig. I think it... Okay, well, it's got RAM, everybody. Uh, it's compatible with Linux, Windows, Steam OS, and Chrome OS. So, my understanding is that you can install your own operating system on it and use it like a computer, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. I just don't like. I'm pretty sure you can get a better computer for seven hundred dollars, but you can can. <laughs> like if you want, I don't know. This is for also like... a lot smaller. Like if you got one of those like Intel Nooks or something like. Anyway, uh, it's got a low TP, TDP architecture, which basically means it's running a laptop chip. Um, that, that might not be true. That's that's me just... Yeah, that's just me ed editorialising, I believe. That's the right use of the word. Uh, less heat and noise. Yep, cool. Uh, it accepts Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, which is always good. Uh, 
It has four USB 3.1 ports. That's the that's the king feature so far. HDMI 2.0 and gigabit Ethernet. Um, plenty of accessories like uh, modern controllers, microphones, and the classic joystick, which I believe you can get bundled with the console if you pay a few more dollars. Uh, supports mouse and keyboard. It's good. <laughs> You're not bored yet, eh? <laughs> no, no, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm it, this is actually a feature on the website, right? It goes 4K video, which HDCP 2.2 integration. Yes. I mean, HDCP is important, but it just makes it harder for you to steal stuff. Like, it's not really a feature for the customer. It's more of a feature for the, <laughs> for the platform. But anyway, um, you don't need an internet connection for classic gaming. Oh, so, that's good. That's <laughs> if I want to play adventure. <laughs> I'm glad I don't need to be hooked up to the internet. Look, I don't know if maybe I should hunt out more reliable information. And, and not more reliable, sorry, just more expansive information. But I find that the product page on the EB website is probably quite reliable. Um, Why does this exist? Someone, please. My thing well, is, no it one... sounds like to me they've wanted to release a console. We got no gains, so we'll release the classics because that's what people love about Atari. That's fair enough. Oh, we better add more value. Uh, yeah, they can install Windows if they want. No worries. <laughs> I can't imagine that would be... Like, if you're at the point where you're reinstalling an OS on a piece of hardware, you probably have the tech savviness to go to a shop and buy a computer or yeah. or work with someone who knows more to set it up or just have a go yourself or learn off YouTube how to build a computer at that point. Like, it... <laughs> like installing an OS on a computer is easy but it's not naturally like you can't just accidentally do it and that's what consoles are all about they're about easiness I guess uh, correct me if I'm wrong at any point <laughs> I just I want to know understand. how much RAM this thing's got I mean it's upgradable which is nice but that means you still got to build for that base spec wise so that's quite interesting if you'll get to build a game for it intentionally and things that's missing when you compare it to, say, a PS5 or an Xbox Series X is very, very fast storage and more than 32 gigs of it. Um, yeah, I guess everything else sort of can get things to run. It, it just depends how powerful that APU is and I'm not holding a stack of confidence. Do you have anything to add or am I just, <laughs> am I just like off me chops here? What's the go? I just, I just, I don't know who it's for. That's my question. Like, if you want a PC, you'll buy a PC. If you want to play old Atari games, there's plenty of them on your 3DS, your fucking Wii, your, like, there, there are discs with, like, 100 Atari games on them that you can get for your 360. Like, yeah. I don't understand. One of their launch titles is Missile Command Recharged. That came out last year. Like, that's an old game now. Wait, what did it come like, out on, though? Like, is it coming out... Like, was that an Xbox-level game, or...? Uh, Missile Command Recharge. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that came out on, like, PS4, Xbox, and, okay. and Switch. Yeah, yeah, Um, Here's the thing. It's expensive. Like, expensive for what it is. Like, in the US, it's $389, which is, like... Uh, Wait, 389 like 550 560 bucks Australian, right? That's the conversion. But then no, when I certainly actually know what's happened. Get the fucking thing, <laughs> yeah, they're like $699 for the box and then $849 if you want to be able to play it with a controller. What? Why why 
in a year where we're getting an Xbox Series X and a PS5, are you fucking releasing a $900 little computer box with wood paneling and a joystick? And just, let's, it, there's no way the Xbox Series X is going to cost $850. And if it does, at least it's got some more RAM. I, <laughs> I know understand. RAM's not everything, but they, they, they mentioned understand. the RAM twice on that page. <laughs> They mention the RAM. The one thing that's... Uh, there's no mention of teraflops. That stresses me out. Everyone's all about them teraflops. Like, well, that's that's the, the thing. Fuck? It's I'm pretty sure it's a laptop setup, which, to be fair, the Xbox One and the PS4 are basically laptops in my mind. So I'm not... There's nothing against laptops. I'm using one right now. I know, I know you game on a laptop as well. Like, yeah. I, actually, can I... Let's just sidetrack for a second. I fucking love laptops. Just... If someone comes up to me and they're like, hey, Jack, I want to get some advice about the laptop or I want to talk laptops or I want to mention a laptop, I am all fucking ears. I love laptops. But that's not what a game console is. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I deliberately yep. buy laptops. I don't want to accidentally buy one. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm just whinging because I just... Like, you gotta, you got to bring your A game this year of all years, you know? Like, we've got, we've got the PS5, we've got the Xbox Series X, like... Yeah. I will mention the thing's small. It's real small. Yeah. Like, laptop small. Like <laughs> yeah, it does look it like looks a router. It looks like a router. Like, and it appears to have a disk drive in some of the images I'm seeing here, but there's no mention of that in the product listing. So that might be wrong. Or that might Jesus. be different models have different abilities, which isn't that strange anymore. I, I don't know. Where do I pre-order? Where do I pre-order this one? <laughs> don't. <laughs> I just want one because they're not going to make it anymore. Actually, maybe maybe you could be like I don't know if there'll be many like YouTube channels picking this up. Maybe maybe this is uh, worth jumping on. Being the eyes and the ears the for all of us. I'm going to buy the new Atari and the new television and just go go to town on these old consoles. Yeah, you can be our eyes and in ears. In television's releasing their new console next year. What? And television? I'm Googling. Yeah, and television. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll find out what they're called. Oh, in television, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not seeing any information on it. Hang on. Um, I know Mad... Uh, type, uh, type Amico. See if that comes up with that. I think Amico. that's what it's called, the Amico. The Amico. Uh, I know, come up with I some know. movie. Okay, now I've got handbags. Oh, I'm not having much luck here. <laughs> I, know. I will find it. I will just mention uh, that didn't Mad Studios cancel their their um console as well? Did they? Yeah, Mad Studios, like the people that make Project Cars. I guess so. Um. 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 Oh my god, I nearly just closed the actual window that we're recording in. That wouldn't have been good. Um, Mad Studios console. Yeah, I swear they had a console. Yeah, the insane Mad Box console probably won't happen. Oh. Uh, don't know if it's cancelled, but Project uh, doesn't exactly exist. Um, yeah, here we go. Go. <laughs> They are basically saying it doesn't exist anymore because of Google Stadia. Oh, they're in Stadia. Mainly because their investors saw that their console wasn't really innovative, is what I'm taking away from that. But 
That's Look, I'm not nice. looking into it any further, really, because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the Atari console looks to be coming out this year. Um, 700 Australian without any cons to controllers. Um, it's hard to say if that'll be worth it. Any yeah, final thoughts on that one? <laughs> it's... I just, like, I don't understand its existence. I hope someone can explain it to me. Um, if I have to choose between this and um, and Intellivision, I'm going to get an Intellivision because it's only like 250 bucks. Um, and 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 the, like, oh, I'll, I'll send you a picture of the Intellivision. Everybody else, go go search Intellivision Amico. You'll find it. It's like it's their controllers are cool. They got dials on them. They look like the old console controllers. They it's really cool. It's got a whole bunch of old games on it. It knows what it is. I don't think this Atari console knows what it is or what it wants to be. I think it's Atari's just trying to get back on the horse, and unfortunately, the horse they're trying to get back on is dead because I don't think there's anybody in 2020 who wants to play fucking ET on the Atari in 4K. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do agree. And if you're thinking about buying this to turn it into a computer, don't. The 32 gigs of storage and the only other compatibility being external USB storage it, it, yeah. you won't have fun you you will fucking regret that decision um, the moment you try to download something that's just bigger than your C drive you just yeah like because if you're at the point where you're how, you know how to move your downloads folder to an external drive and things like that you're at the point of not buying this like you're at the point of knowing better so um, yeah that's that's where we'll leave that one uh, what else we got on the list? Sort of getting to the do end here. A video, everyone, just so you're aware, there will be a video going up of me comparing the Atari to the Intellivision. It's going to be a great <laughs> video. Uh, I'm thinking about getting one just so when this goes tits up and nobody wants wants them anymore, I've got one on the shelf. That's for damn sure. But I'm not paying fucking eight hundred dollars for it. You're That's a fucking for mad damn lad. Sure. <laughs> I'm a mad lad. I'm a mad lad. Um, yeah. No. What else we got? What? What other? What? Are, what's this? What other good, good gaming news is well, out there? Well, I think let's take us away from hardware. I did just want to mention it sounds like the Xbox Series X is going to be quiet. Um, as quiet yes. as an Xbox One X. So that that's awesome. Um, what else I have on the list? Fast and Furious launched. Um, the reviews aren't good. Uh, look at the reviews before you buy it <laughs> is where I'll leave that. <laughs> I've been watching videos on this since launch, okay? Oh, oh, I commend the guy who's in charge of making this. He is so obviously a Fast and Furious fan. Like, I've been seeing stuff like, someone says, some, I think it was Tim Jennings from Kind of Funny, he's like, they reference a character from Fast 2 that we haven't heard from in years. And I'm like, that's cool. And then there's one new character in there who's like, yeah, man, this is my car. I fished it out of uh, a lake or a river or whatever it was in, um, in Florida, down in Florida. And they're referencing a car that, two main characters drove into the lake in Fast and Furious 2 I'm like this guy's a Fast and Furious 2 fan I like this guy I like this guy gotta respect that but yeah like they've, they've, there's someone there cares just one person though I'm pretty sure not the finance one, department one guy <laughs> no fuck no it's like five hours and it's it's like five to six hours apparently and it's called Fast and Furious but apparently at no points does it feel fast or does anybody talk furiously it is just very calm, very still too. I can't hours, wait to play it. How many hours did you say? Five to six. Six if you're taking your time, five if you're rushing through. And four if you're fast and furious. This 
spent a hundred dollar game. Like, what the fuck? And to what think that this? it's to think that it's made by slightly mad studios, I believe, who are owned by Codemasters, who all make racing games for a living. Yeah, yeah. I'm just double checking the right on that. Uh, who makes it? Who makes it? Who makes it? Why does it not say who makes it on the first page? Yeah, slightly mad studios. You know what happened, don't you? T- tell me. Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel walked in. He was like, hey, how you going, guys? My name's Vin Diesel. I want to make a new Fast and Furious game. And the guy, the president of the company, is like, you want to make a Fast and Furious game? Yeah, I want to make a Fast and Furious game. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. He got five dudes in. And he goes, look, Vin Diesel's here. He wants to make a Fast and Furious game. Are you guys doing anything on your lunch breaks for the next year? <laughs> no, we're not doing anything. Uh, who wants to be in charge? And there's this one dude who's like, I love Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious 2 is my favorite. I love this shit. You're in charge. Make the game. He just walks over. Thank you for making the game. I'm going to put it there. I'm going to put it there. You're making my game. This is the greatest day of my life. And then he left. And then he appeared again a year later and he said, so I was talking to Jeff Keighley and he says he wants to show my Fast and Furious game at the Game Awards and every single one of those guys shit their pants. <laughs> you can't show this to anybody. We thought this was just for you. We thought this was a personal thing. <laughs> no, I'm going to release it to the world. Everybody's going to love Vin Diesel and the Fast and the Furious game. The Fast and Furious. Uh, and then yeah no this this closed game awards in a year where the Xbox Series X opened it let's let that fucking sink in for a second oh it did what didn't it what the fuck yes it did this closed last year's game awards which started with the Series X could they not have flipped it well apparently like, Valve was meant to close the show oh uh, with uh Alex yeah and that sort of puts everything in perspective doesn't it yeah <laughs> it was meant to be the, it was meant to be the thing before Half-Life <laughs> <laughs> it was like this massive reveal of the spectrum you've got Vin Diesel here and Gabe up there it's like this is what you're gonna be playing and this is the future oh I, like oh, it's refreshing we got a movie tie-in game in 2020 that's pretty cool <laughs> look pretty refreshing. yeah 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 that's all I can say about it I will play it I will get this game within the next maybe I don't know I'm waiting for the price to drop but it's still at a constant $100 I don't want to pay $100 for this game I'm waiting for the price to drop I'm hoping for that anthem effect I'm hoping to walk into EB and there's Crossroads for a dollar and I buy 10 copies how many copies did you end up buying from JB when we walked in and they were like fucking a dollar or something I bought five that day (laughs) and I bought five that day and then I bought an additional six at EB when I got home and then an additional two at Target for a dollar. This man has placed his bets. Anthem's the next big thing. You're all laughing at me now, but I've cornered the market on Anthem. I'm going to laugh at you then as well. People people are going to come around to my house and be like, oh man, you've only got one copy of Anthem? No, motherfucker, i got 24. Let's all plug some shit in. Let's all plug in our Atari VCSs. Let's get our Atari consoles plugged in and we're going to play some Anthem on the Atari. It's going to yeah. be amazing, guys. We'll install the PlayStation OS. We'll play the PS4 version. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's uh, <sighs> that's fantastic. Poor, poor Vin Diesel. <laughs> he just can't get a good game out. Oh, it's, it's, it's shit to see. It's sort of like Tony Hawk as well. Like, I mean, this this remake appears appears to be good. Um, 
I've, I've only seen maybe six, seven minutes of gameplay, but I liked what I saw in the graphics. Like, the graphics alone look incredible, but um, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to getting my hands on this. I only ever played Pro Skater 4, so whilst I can't say I um, know what's up with 1 and 2, looking forward to finding out. And I hope that this either means they'll remake 3 and 4, because I love 4, or um, they'll greenlight a new project with sort of some new money behind yeah. it. I think that's what it needs. This is what's going to happen. All right, late on me. I'm ready. They've already they've already greenlit three and four. Is that a fact or is that's that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. They've already right. greenlit it. <laughs> that comes out next gen next year. Oh, yep. Right? And then uh, I, I reckon, depending on how well that does, they'll definitely do another Tony Hawk game and they'll definitely do... If I, they'll, they'll give it to Vicarious Visions to do and they'll do a new Tony Hawk game. You know what I'd love to see? sort of similar mm. to what's happening with Crash Bandicoot how it's Crash Bandicoot 4 and it's yep. the fourth game in the series um, I hope yeah. they do Pro Skater 5 but they spell it yep. F-I-V-E <laughs> and that's the fifth game in the series <laughs> yeah I hope that, I hope they do that too like I'd be down for that and I mean everything I'm seeing from these new Pro Skater games got me super excited like before I was like yeah I'll probably I'll probably play it but hearing what people are saying like They've got all the music from the original plus additional songs. You can turn off, you can create playlists, pick what songs you like, turn off what songs you don't like. You've got like uh, access to like all these tricks and like, I cannot wait to play this game. I think it's going to be heaps of fun. And I think it's going to, like, I don't want to say it's ushering in, but we seem to be getting a lot of skateboard games lately. And I'm hoping we get the skateboard games back, but I'm hoping they're in that you know, a $60 skateboard game sounds way more appealing to me than a $100 skateboard game with a $40 season pass. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, Fast and Furious mm. with a $100 racing game with a $40 season pass that no one's going to pay for. But yeah, Kyle, 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 Kyle. Can yes. you fucking repeat that? What? Hmm? Can you repeat that? What? About Fast and Furious? Uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads is a $100 game and has a $40 season pass. Yeah, I just want to get that on the record again. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> what? It's, it's fucking weird. I it's don't a six know. hour game. Like, come mm-hmm. on. I'm not necessarily like, oh, the graphics are bad, so it's not worth as much money. I don't necessarily believe that's the case. But, like, six hours? It's, it's just. I don't want to see games go in that direction. I want to see it go in the other direction where you, you get a high quality 10 hours or you know not we can argue that the price of the game should go up I don't disagree with that but the quality shouldn't go down (laughs) I want to do a web series where I dress up like Vin Diesel and I just want someone to play the developer and I'm just going to rock up and they'll be like Vin how long do you want this game to be well Call of Duty was 6 hours so make it 6 hours I don't want it too long because the Vin doesn't have enough time to play video games all the time Make it six hours, you know, like just random. Like it was like a design decision. <laughs> yeah, like Vin, we're gonna get you in the VA booth. Uh, Vin, can you say I love you, Brian? I love you, Brian. Uh, can you say it a bit more clearly? I love you, Brian. Now, Vin, we can't hear you. I love you, Brian. Oh my God, Vin, that was great. Thank you, Vin. We appreciate that. No, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Like all taking place during their lunch break. These poor guys who had to make this game. Holy shit. I love. I hope Vin Diesel was super involved because that would make me super happy. <laughs> well, I just said it seems like super someone that had passion, and, and that is great. Oh, definitely. And I hope definitely. I hope it was just a case of like there was a budget constraint, and I hope they met all their goals because I love oh. to see this sort of thing. It's just it's just a shame that the Project Cars developers. Yeah. <laughs> 
like it wasn't it, it wasn't like me just working nights on my laptop here like it's oh. it's slightly mad oh. studios <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what else I to like say to ima- I like to imagine the game director just like open, <laughs> opens up his email and it's just like 50 emails a day from Vin Diesel like hey wouldn't it be cool if we added a flamethrower and then another email later forget the flamethrower I want a grapple hook and then he's like you just go through it's like there's this new game out it's called Fortnite it's got lots of skins let's add it to the game <laughs> checks it again sorry didn't realise Fortnite wasn't about racing don't worry about it you know it's like there's like a hundred like five word emails from Vin I would love to think that that's what was going on and he just tried to add everything Vin Diesel wanted <laughs> Like, I hope Vin Diesel sat down, put this game in, sat down and was like, Oh my god, my dreams have become reality. I'm so happy. <laughs> like, good for you, Vin. I'm glad you're happy, man. If anyone deserves to be happy, it's you, man. You did you did good. Poor That's Vin. That's fantastic. <laughs> if Vin Diesel ever hears this, he's going to kick my ass. <laughs> Probably rightfully so. <laughs> I'm going to call The Rock and be like, Vin Diesel's coming around, Rock, I need help, man. I need help. Bring the cameras. (laughs) Yeah, man. Bring all the Jumanji people you know. I need help. Get everyone involved. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. That is pretty much the end of the list. I did have just the word Rocksteady um, because I know we stopped recording last week and then about three minutes and 40 seconds later, they announced the new Rocksteady game. Would you you like to say a few words? Dearly departed, we are gathered here today to announce the engagement of Kyle Sinclair and the Rocksteady Suicide Game. This is a marriage made in heaven. I am so fucking excited for this game. Like, oh, like, I just can't believe that we're finally know after five years, like 2015, we finally know what Rocksteady's doing. Like, after rumors of a new Batman game, then a Superman game. Then even the rumor of a Suicide Squad game, it's just it just feels good to know. I can't wait to learn more. Like I'm sure, like DC <clears> fandoms, <throat> when we're gonna get like, according to Jason Schreier, it's not gonna be a reveal. It's gonna be a tease. Like apparently, we're not gonna see this game for a little while. Because that's what we need, um, another tease. <laughs> exactly. What's like, the title oh of the God. game again? What's the actual title? So at the moment, it's just called Rocksteady Suicide Squad. But in the leak, it was rumored to be called The Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Righto. Maybe that'll be the sort of level of announcement we can expect. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a live service game. Yep. Or a gas. (laughs) Did you know that's what they call them? A gas? A gas. A gas. A games as a service. Oh, like G-A-A-S, like infrastructure as a yeah. service. That's what I, I mean, guess. Yeah. I, I didn't know that, but I guess that makes sense. I was, I was on Twitter and they're like, man, I hate G-A-A-S's. I hate G-A-A-S's. I'm like, man, G-A-A-S, really, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because someone, like, I don't want to sound like the technological dipshit, but what is a G-A-A-S? They're like games as a service. And I'm like, oh, gas. That's probably why all games as a service is shit fucking gas like come on man that's so stupid someone needs to come up with a better acronym than that because that's bad but like I have a few ideas of how it could be a successful games as a service but I trust Rocksteady I don't think they would agree to make a games as a service if they didn't think they could do it I feel like Rocksteady has that pull where it's like they released the golden standard of superhero game trilogy yeah, definitely. so 
if they t- if like if Warner Brothers turned around and said, "Hey, you've got to do a games as a service game," and Rocksteady said, um, "No, we fucking don't," I feel like Warner Brothers would go, "That's cool. You don't have to do it." Rather than, "No, you're doing it." So I have faith that Rocksteady will. Yeah, smash it seems it out. to work out better when the studio makes a decision. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, do you want to? Like have that fault. Do you want to see gas games reduce a little over the next generation, stay where they are, or increase a bit more with capability? So I want... I'm not against games as a service games. I'm not yep. against it at all. In my eyes, if you say this games as a service game is going to be around for 10 years, my first thought is that's cool. I know I've got a game that I'll be able to play for 10 years. Two, that's awesome. These guys are going to have jobs for 10 years. That must be so good for them to yeah, know yeah, that true, they're going to be looking at it. Yeah, definitely. Long. Yeah, like, I feel that's really great for them. And and three, like, at least I'm guaranteed a game. Whereas, like, in times of, like, coronavirus and everything going on, stuff getting delayed, stuff getting pushed, at least you've got stuff like Destiny where they've got a whole bunch of stuff you can do and it looks like they're going to be releasing Beyond Light, which is really good. So games of service isn't the devil. Oh, your answer. Yeah, I I agree to that. really... I feel like the quality needs to improve, though in the next generation yeah see I, I don't know if it's games as a service can be applied but like the, the closest I've gotten is like your PUBG's your Apex um, I guess Rocket League to an extent like it's, it's not really I would say that I would say that games as a service games that are receiving additional content yeah I, I, I haven't committed myself service. to a yeah. Destiny level experience or an MMO or anything and I'd I want that one day. I, I don't know if Halo's going to shape up to be that. Um, I'm not sure if Avengers will be. I, I need to give Destiny more of a chance. Um, I don't want to see the genre disappear, but I feel like it's just a really risky genre. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if maybe, like, you know, as internet gets better and consoles get better, I hope the, the genre gets better with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Quality just needs to improve. I mean, Destiny... Destiny was really bad for a long time there and really was why I stopped playing. But once Bungie cut the cord from Activision and they started making consumer positive... Haha, there are those words again. Consumer positive moves. It's almost like it works. <laughs> it, yeah, you know? It's like when you listen to your community and you make decisions that not only benefit you and your staff, but your community, the people that pay for your game, it kind of feels like it wins all round, doesn't it? That's insane. It's weird. It's, it's really fucking weird. And and it doesn't just apply to video so games awesome. as well. Like, it just applies no, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I hope... Uh, I wouldn't be a, a, a opposed to getting some more games as service games. I just hope that they try to hit a higher quality because I feel like a lot of games as a service games these days... And many games in general get to that point where it's like, hey, launch day is in two months' time. We need more time to finish the game. A lot of people who make money off it go, just release it, we'll fix it when it's out. Which pisses me off. Like, I do not like... Mm, I do not like when they release a broken game and then expect us to get over it while they fix it for a year. That's getting a bit old. Yeah, and I, I think the prime example will be Anthem. Like, it'll be interesting to see if they even bother trying to fix that. From the sounds of it, they've moved in a more Destiny-like direction. Uh, we actually got Anthem news about a week ago. They got a new update. Um, basically, in that update, it looks like they're moving more towards a Destiny-like game and less like the space sort of Bioware 
esque game that they were going for. So okay. sort of like uh, less dialogue options, sort of like cutscenes play out how they're supposed to play out. The gear system, you can now break down gear and infuse it into other gear and all that sort of games of service, like to-do list stuff. Yep. In my mind, they're just trying to keep whatever community they've got until they can possibly do maybe like a, a de- like an Anthem Ultimate Edition with extra stuff. Like, hey, we fixed the game. It's better than it was. Please give us another chance. Yeah. But who knows at this point? Well, lucky for when that happens, you've got about fucking 400 copies of the game. So, um... See, I'm, I'm ahead of the curve. <laughs> ah, well, that is uh, the end of the list. I think that uh, about wraps up the episode. Excellent. That'll bring us to the end of the show. So thank you for joining me, Jack. I really do appreciate it. Ah, pleasure as always. Thanks for having me. Lots of fun doing this stuff. And for the people out there, if you have enjoyed this show, please do not forget to follow us. We do this wonderful show every Friday, like I said. You can get it every Friday night after we're done recording or Sunday, two days later as a video form over on YouTube. Please do not forget to go over and check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our YouTube, all that fun stuff. I must jump in there. I must just inject real quick because last week I'm like, oh, you can follow me on Instagram. And then I proceeded not to say where. And I've used that opportunity to create a new Instagram account, um, a uh-huh. bit more gaming focused and whatnot. So you can follow me on Instagram at Jack7G, and that's with the word seven spelt out. Um, you can find me on other platforms as well, but you're not going to get much in return. So <laughs> Instagram is where it's at at the moment if, uh, if you're interested. Awesome. You can find uh, the Aussie Light Gaming Instagram. At Aussie Lag over on Twitter, just go, go uh, well, you know, youtube.com forward slash, forward slash Aussie Lag Gaming for YouTube and come back over to Spotify. I'm sure, like, everyone should be listening on Spotify. It's good stuff. Everyone will be listening when Xbox drops that Spotify premium with Ultimate. Everyone's going to be <laughs> over here listening to what we have to say about Anthem. But yeah, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And until next week, may all your games be good ones. Bye, everyone. Catch us. <laughs>